This is a HeadGum Original. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What you do if you want me? I send a dick pic from my gallery. I use the angle of the dangle right to let my lady see that my rock soft hog thicker than a celery. I sent the pic to please, certainly did not foresee that she was in my private peck a pic to my family. Now I'm living in a tree. What would you do if you want me? I read a book. I read a book. I read a book, 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 book. I read a book about a beaver, became a beaver myself. Now I'm living in a beaver dam surrounded by elves. I'm saying a fucking beaver claws, sleeping with the fishes claws. I really need some ad applause for doing all the dishes, y'all. Better help me out today. I think my girlfriend might be gay. I ate a fucking fish fillet. I always knew there'd come a day. Dismay reigns over me. I took a lot of LSD, so help me. Please seize these cheese pieces. I'm laying down, I'm praying, yo. Don't know what I'm saying, though. And so I think it's time to go. Yo, what up, dudes? I love the show. Wow, I was planning on doing that head bobbing with a hat really low bit, no matter what the song was, but it, but that one really, it fit. Yeah, Yeah, it fit really well. You were like sort of a boxer slash freestyle rapper waiting for mm-hmm. his like turn to like hop in. Yeah. It's so like a producer that was happy with the yeah. rapper that was uh, spitting verses on my track. Exactly. But since you're a rapper, like you can't show joy in a like nice right. normal way. You just have to be sort of like angry but into it. Yeah. 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 Right. Jay Z's exactly. never like, this is great. Keep it. Oh, up. shit. Nice, dude. Marshall. That was yeah. awesome, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, running in to shake spit. his hand. Oh, put her there, Marshall. Oh my How god! How did you do the uh, "Hi, my name is" thing? Like, did that just was that natural? Like, holy shit, dude! I think I have awesome. something silly to say. Let's keep it looping. <laughs> my name is also what or ho or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Holy shit! That was incredible. That's probably the hardest part about being a rapper is that you can never like laugh or smile very much. Stifling your joy, for sure. You have to be hard. Yeah, exactly. And it must be hard to be hard. It's hard to be hard. It's I'm hard serious. to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be soft, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of being absolutely flaccid, Alex Gurgis wrote this. Nice. Nice, Gurgis. He's a web and graphic designer, and he has a website called lxgwiz.com, where I sell a course. He sells a course to show people how to do web and graphic design for their business so they don't need to hire schmucks like me. Wow. Okay. Okay. He's monetizing. We have a guy. Yeah. He's sort of monetizing getting rid of his own job, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Smart. I saw some guy on Twitter recently um, asked... 
one of those uh, AI chat bots to program a snake game. And the program just sort of spit out uh, code for a snake game. Right. So it probably like stole a code from somewhere for the snake game, right? Well, the theory is that it came up with it with artificial intelligence. But it doesn't, I mean, the only way it has artificial intelligence is by like ripping everything from the internet, which would have like algorithms for that, right? I don't know. Because then he's like, all right, this is a good start, but make it look like it's on a Nokia phone. And then it like spit out a design for that too. Interesting. You're becoming <laughs> useless. <laughs> well, you I'm, are from of my from, I'm use. becoming what's what do you mean everything like my job you, of, do, of programming you do everything phone you games? do can be instantly and cheaply borderline freely replaced mm -hmm. at the drop of a click <laughs> fine as in that was easy <laughs> bye uh, yeah i don't Who know if it could host here? yeah that an person. improv podcast God. I don't think it knows comedic timing. Really? I don't know. I don't think. Shit. But um, like, you seem to think that I'm a programmer. So. I'm sorry. I overplayed my hand, I guess. Um, damn. So it doesn't do like funny shit or timing stuff. Actually, For it did spit out a pretty funny Jake and Amir one time. Really? Yeah. March Madness but, 9 was half written by a robot. Yeah. God, that'd be sick. He Maybe came up just with asking for concepts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny watching those. Now I watch, I'm watching like giving notes on those in the office and just laughing throughout these videos. And then like I watch the outtakes and there I am laughing as you do with Gonzaga. <laughs> it's like, yeah. A I guess I later, still find it's it not funny. old. <laughs> I still anyway, love it. Shout out to the HeadGum YouTube channel where you can watch new Jacob Amir's about once a month. Yes, that's correct. And our old YouTube channel where you can watch them uh, a month after they come out. That's right. So we're on two different YouTube channels if you think about it. Yeah. Three if you count a few of the uh, stolen ones like Jacob Amir archives where they like find right. old videos that we deleted. Yeah, that's my favorite one. <laughs> it's only it's only the spawn con and the old 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 videos that were only on vimeo that's the good shit somebody recently posted the one where you and dan are trying to go by each other and then you guys kiss remember that one yeah and then yeah. and then i believe dan sings uh five hundred twenty five thousand six hundred minutes yeah from rent yeah and we just put that online Ooh, <gasps> hello somebody's at my house it's Dan. That's us. He's delivering a cease and desist. That was so fast. There's it? no way he could have heard it. Do you have a video <laughs> doorbell? Can you see who it I is? Can. Yes, and? I can. What, um, is, what are we looking at? Well, let's take a little gander. Put it on it's... the put it on the stream. We're recording this. People can watch it. Let's just see a live peer into who's at the door. I wouldn't want to. It's two guys who... with president masks on and AR-15s. Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> who? Yeah. Uh, it's it's someone dropping off a um, some fabric for Jill to look at for curtains. So 
So yeah, but they are wearing a clown mask and they do have a knife, but I just know <laughs> that they're here to drop off a sample. We're here with the duffel bags filled with fabric. <laughs> yeah. We have the slump cotton <laughs> basket weave that you requested. The performance your mask. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I was wearing that. I think I came from a kid's birthday party and I forgot to take it off. It's a yeah. side gig. And these you know. giant shears are actually for cutting the squares of linen perfectly. <laughs> now you guys needed blackout curtains, right? Sorry about yeah. the whole terrifying you thing. All this duct tape is so I can uh, get a good seal on the window <laughs> to get a true blackout. <laughs> um, all right. This is a Fire You, the only advice pod on the web hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Weren't we, were we talking about something when my doorbell went off? weren't we oh the uh, that video oh yeah that the fact yeah. that we're on youtube now right full yeah. circle all full right circle 18 years later jesus what i don't think that's true really <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i hope it's not um okay uh these are as always real questions from real people gonna give them fake names to preserve their anonymity. How about a fake name for this lady who's mad at her husband for being obsessed with someone? Oh, uh, some Peg Bundy, always mad at her husband. That's right. Peggy writes, my husband is obsessed with his volunteer firefighter training, and it's making me insane. He eats, <laughs> sleeps, and breathes fire fighting. It's all he talks about nice. ever. Uh, just even just now when he was playing with our daughter, he got up and decided to wear his fire jacket. And when I asked why he put it on, he said, why not? He asked me every evening if I wanted him to teach me how to tie a safety knot. And I always say no. All he can think to talk <laughs> about is stories from training. I need to spend time with someone who's not a firefighter. At this point, if I'm ever in a burning building, I'll run away from them. Sometimes he practices Whoa. knots by lassoing the baby's toys around their necks. Last night I walked yeah. into the dining room and the husband, my husband had a firefighting stuff all over the dining room to air out because it was sweaty. <laughs> he, he also hung his cloth part of his helmet thingy to the ceiling fan. Please help. How do I communicate that this is his thing, but I don't want him to take over my lifeline. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like there are some things in that list that you can take umbrage at and some things that are just, you know, he's passionate about something and I think it's nice to be a supportive partner. So like yeah. talking about volunteer firefighting during dinner and showing you knots, that seems like it's, you know, you can entertain that. Him lashing toys onto your children, that's something where you could say, you know, you with this, the answer is pick your battles. Mm. You can't in good faith go to him and be like, you need to shut up about volunteer firefighting because it's yeah. a noble thing and it's good to be passionate about. Yeah, but it's kind of annoying because it's a really good obsession. On a scale of what you can be obsess obsessed mm -hmm. over, what you yeah. can have an obsession about, volunteer firefighting is probably in the top 3% right. of nobility. Yeah. He could be like really into a like a firefighting video game and he could yeah. still have the sweaty clothes and want to practice knots and talk about them all the time. <laughs> so like you you you're you have a good problem 
I, I acknowledge that it's annoying and that it's still a problem because yeah. sometimes when people are obsessed about something, they don't really have a filter and they can talk about it too much. Yeah. So I think you can draw the line. I think you can say you need to keep your firefighting stuff out of the living room and dining room and you can't hang stuff on the fan. But I will talk to you about it if you want to chat firefighting. And if you get up while you're playing with a daughter and put on a firefighting jacket, that's fine. Cause yeah. you're just happy to have a jacket. And I like that for you. And if but, you're lassoing um, a Barbie doll, maybe that's mm -hmm. kind of one of the things maybe that's, that, yeah. Maybe that that's, we say don't. no to. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's, I mean, we don't. Do firefighters have to be like jacked and have perfect vision or am I thinking of something else? Um, I don't think they, I mean, I don't think volunteer firefighters do. You have to pass a test. You have to pass a test. I th and it's like a fitness test. Regardless. Right? Yeah. So I don't know if you have to be jacked, but you have to be able to do everything that a firefighter is, um, you know, required to do. And I don't think you need to have perfect vision, but I think you, if you don't, you'd have to wear glasses or contacts. I thought the thing was that like, like you I'm, can't wear contacts because they can get knocked off or like you can't wear contacts because the smoke would get in the way. Or am I thinking of I, being an astronaut? Um, let's see. What jobs do you need perfect vision for? It does. It was not even an auto. Um, monocular vision is likely to be disqualifying. Mm. That's just having a single eye, right? Yeah, that's when you're just you. You have a cyclops. You have no depth perception. Yeah, or a pirate patch over. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't even so, have a parrot, right? I don't think you're... I mean, no, that would be endangering the parrot. So you can't... And for the peg you leg, like, a, you can't go up a ladder, probably, or yeah, down you that, can't, like, pole. You cannot be an old cat, like, an old cartoon pirate <laughs> and a firefighter. Because no, that's just too no funny. Yeah. yeah. That's too good. Yeah, plus the plank <laughs> would just go up in flames. Like, the whole thing wouldn't make sense. Right. Yeah. But you don't need perfect Your vision? Way. Is that what you're, what you're seeing? It didn't appear. I didn't come up in my really brief search. Okay. I was just wondering if I could be a volunteer firefighter if I wanted to. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, you have the, it, you have, your vision isn't uh, a liability at all anymore. You have the LASIK. Yeah. You're not plus I'm strong, but you're fairly good at it. Tennis, and I can, I yeah. Know. I'm kind of afraid you, of fire, though. Yeah, you don't have bravery, which is one thing that I think it takes. Like, but I don't think they could test courage, for that. Grace under fire. I think they do. I think that's part of the like. They test that. Yeah, they have like a building where they'll do like a controlled burn, and you have to like go in uh, to that. Would you be afraid to go into a burning building? Yeah, like even as a or, test. I don't know. Maybe. Right. I could do something like that where I'm not like fully lying, but I'd be like, yes, I'm scared. Well, actually, maybe it's fine. Right. But would you go in? Like, cause um, it's not just like a no. yes or no. Or test. Sure. <laughs> if it's like the same shit as like the, if you're sitting in emergency on an airplane and they're like, would you be willing to oh, assist? Right. And you're like, yeah, if I get an extra four inches of leg room, sure. I'd be willing to assist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like that. But for fire, it's like, yeah, right. I get the fucking hat. But it's not the, because it's the jacket. Yeah. I bet yeah. you get the jacket last. I don't think they just give the jackets out to everybody. You have to pass the test. Really? Yeah. This would be yeah. a fun 
true TV reality show that we could pitch, write the pilot for, shoot the pilot for, and ultimately have rejected and wasted two years of our life over. Like, wow. Me and you do different like occupational tests to see oh, if we can, because yeah, because you know I was yeah. trying to be a notary. So like, oh, could I right. be a notary? Could you be a firefighter? That's episode one. That's the pilot. I become a notary and you become a firefighter. The pilot should be us being it? pilots, quite frankly. And then the second episode will be us um, with our second episode of, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, schizophrenia or some shit. And then uh, the, the third. third. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, yeah. You know, dirty jobs, this is just jobs. Yeah, yeah. They, there's no, it doesn't, they don't have to be dirty or trying. It's just like, could I do it? You look at any, yeah. oh, you know what? And I think what sells now is also like the average notary makes this, a notary is a, a side hustle. You can make an extra $40,000 a year notary. Yeah, yeah exactly. Gig economy. What so, if it's hosted by Jaleel Volunteer White fire the name of the show? Quite. Yeah. The name of the show is, can I do that? So it's Jaleel as like That's the host good. and he throws to like sometimes you, sometimes me, sometimes like other people. And they're seeing if we in fact So now could do it's that. not even our show. Now it's Jaleel's show. <laughs> it's not even our show. We're doing Actually, a, a cameo in the pilot. If Jaleel and I are down to get together in a room and flesh it out, develop it, um, if we can look at your reel and see if you have what it takes to be on the show. But honestly... I. Borderline We're looking at so Jaleel and I are looking at so many people right now that it's like hard to commit <laughs> to you. You haven't or even to his gotten friends. in the room with Jaleel. You haven't even reached Zoom. out. I can get. You could get trading. in the Zoom. Maybe you're not trading. You yes. haven't. You haven't even gotten his avails. I, don't I think have you've a line out to... to Jaleel's manager. I do have a really? line out to him. Yes. You have a line out to Jaleel's and manager. And we're trading. And did you share a one sheet? Did you share a one sheet? <laughs> I don't have. I don't think you do have a one sheet. I have a. Did you share a log line? I have a log log line. Yeah. Can I do that? Can I title? Can I do that? That's a catchphrase. That's not a log line. Legally, it's not a catchphrase because then we don't own it. But yeah, it's a similar sentence to one that he used to say on a different show. And the description of the episodes are Jaleel White uh, pitches different jobs to his rotating cast and crew, which may include you, but may not, <laughs> just because we're looking for diverse voices in Why this. Why am I part of the log line? <laughs> My rejection is part of the log line. <laughs> it's sort of the tentpole slash load-bearing <laughs> pillar of the show yeah is that you one of may the tenets is that i may or may not be involved exactly on the day and me and Jaleel, even though i came up with it but you came up with the can i do that aspect yeah and you're gonna and you're gonna reach out to his manager i okay. have a line out to his manager do you have, you have imdb pro i was gonna ask next yes yes i do so why don't i pay you, i pay 500 you... a year for imdb pro yes so why don't you be my assistant and reach out to his manager and see if he has availability, the same availabilities that I do. I'll share my calendar okay. with you. Fine. Share, you share your calendar with me. I'll reach out. I'll give him a couple of veils and I'll ask for Jaleel's <laughs> avails and I'll just see schedule wise 
if he's under contract, what position any of his projects are in, <laughs> yeah. and then share and the package. log line. Yes, and we'll the log line it. and see if we could package it with a reality director or a company that has a full suite mm -hmm. of experience packaging, <laughs> developing, yes. selling IP <laughs> both domestically. And as bite-sized chunks internationally. Internationally. Yes. This will be playing on Virgin Australia. <laughs> this will be playing on Quant Ass. Yes. Yes. <gasps> Lufthansa, you better believe it is on Emirates as well. <laughs> if you're sitting if you're sitting in first class, you have your own little cabin, you have your own little shower, you have a hot towel, and you hear, Can I do that? <laughs> That's a proprietary that's our show. show. That's our IP. That's, that's our IP. And every time you hear, can I do that? <laughs> that's, that sounds like ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. That's cash register noises in my ear. Yeah. Because I've trademarked that IP. <laughs> I have copyrighted that IP. And I will be litigious about that IP. And if I hear anyone else say, can I do that? I will say, no, you can't do that. <laughs> because I have copyrighted that. Because I've I already done that. that. <laughs> well, I've been there and I have yeah. done that and take it down cease desist pay mm -hmm. me on to right. the next cease and desist before I say peace and you're deceased <laughs> okay <good>. yeah <laughs> not really <laughs> not really and I insist or something right exactly um so I guess you can tell him not to hang his clothes in the living room, but ultimately you don't want to poo-poo his passion, yuck his <laughs> yum, and say, right. extinguish his fire, really. You don't Ooh. want to do what he's trying Let it to burn. do. Right. No. I think so. I think yeah. so. But you can draw the line somewhere so, so it can be a little less in your face. Bingo. And on your fame. Bingo bongo. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Thanks, some sponsors. Come back and answer more questions. Okay. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. Uh, we all carry around different stresses. Indeed. Whether you're anxious or depressed about a family relationship, a friend relationship, work, life mm. balance issues. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of reasons these days. There's always something to be a little bit tense about. And the best way to relieve that tension and to stop carrying that burden uh -huh. is by talking to a professionally licensed therapist. That's right. And the best way to find one of those Ooh. is by going to BetterHelp because it's entirely online. It's nice. designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Easy peasy, bud. Jake, I talk to therapists all the time and it's and very helpful. Yeah. You talk to therapists? Like Multiple they, they keep therapists on dropping you. Have, yeah. have come to me and with their hat in hand. And I help them and they help <laughs> yeah. me. Right. Amazing. Yes. We're all helping each other because we're all talking to one another. And... If I wanted to just stay at home and do so more affordably and conveniently, I would use BetterHelp. Right on. You can visit BetterHelp.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Awesome. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash segments. Their prices are low because they're not like, you know, the therapists are not paying for rent anywhere. Right. So well, they might be paying for rent somewhere, cost, but, it's, yeah. Yeah, but it's not necessarily in. an expensive office. Yeah, exactly. And then exactly. they pass those yeah. cashes on to you. But that's, those savings go on to you for yes, sure. Yes, correct. So again, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Easy. Thanks, BetterHelp. 
This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, so let's do it. Mom, I'm coming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And... It's to stay subscribed to this feed. Okay. Uh, that this podcast is on. Okay. Don't unsubscribe from If I Were You, even though. Do you want to tell them? Basically, the next four episodes, not including this one, the next four will be our last. Right. This That's one, fifth to last, fourth to last third to last, second to last, and then last episode at the end of April. Right. And if I reuse over. Let's go ahead and say penultimate instead of second to last. Okay. So penultimate episode. Uh, yes. Do you want to yeah, do that again? So fifth, fourth, <laughs> nice. uh-huh. pen penultimate. Really? Penultimate. Yeah. Ultimate. Yeah, then ending. the ultimate. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. So four more episodes after this one. And if I were you, as we know it, gone. But, you know, we're not going to delete yeah. old episodes. Anybody can listen to those as, to their heart's content. Right. They'll be here. They'll be here uh, for you. But two uh, new episodes will not be. Yeah. Two big things coming together. One, it's our 10-year, basically, like, this is that was exactly 10 years, which is May of 2013 to the end of April of 2023. So that felt like a right, just timing-wise. Yeah. Right. And it was also kind of a coincidence because it also lines up with your uh, paternity leave. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just about when Jill's going to have the baby. So I'm going to need to take some time off anyway. And Right. So those two things came together and we said, why don't we call it there for... Right. If that's a wrap. Quit, that's a quit part, while we're that's ahead, a, not so much. That's a picture like, quit, wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quit five years after we should have, essentially. Yes, exactly. Just like the Jake and Amir thing. It's like you peak, right. then you ride the crest down all the way to what is can mm-hmm. only be referred to as a crash landing. Right. Rock bottom. Jumping exactly. the shark, as they say. Actually, there's um, a lot of like so yeah. similarities between Jake and Amir and If I Were You. It's like the 10-year thing, starting early, you know, increasing in popularity, and then finishing after 10 or so years and then we started if i were you did that for 10 or so years calling it yeah. there we basically if do the, everything feels for right. 10 years yeah was jake and, and 10 years about 10 lot. years yeah, it was not so. quite was like 10 years 27 2007 to like 2016 or something like that somewhere in that neighborhood yeah right ish so yeah we're we're decade we do things for a decade so we have to figure out what the next thing we're going to do for a decade is that's um, the bigger issue. And that's what we, we said to, We never yeah. had, we never had, an, we didn't, like, when Jake Demir started, we had the podcast. When the podcast is, right. I mean, we don't know what that third thing is. We always step across uh, ships into, onto the next thing. Um, Lifeboats. But, yeah. This time, we actually have no idea. So we're just going to end this show and see what's next when it comes to us. 
Yeah. Um, and it could be a podcast. It could be something else. It could be, I guess it could be anything. Do you have any ideas? I'm hoping your, I'm hoping your infant daughter on the day would have some insight. Yeah. Her first words really early, <laughs> the day she's born will be uh, yeah. career advice for us. You guys should do some sponsored branding company. So you guys yeah. are like marketing executives. A cash hey. grab. <laughs> my, my daughter starts smoking a cigar. Her dream is Have for you me ever to be a marketing exec. Remember when we tried that like nine years ago? We're like, why don't we just start an advertising company? Like we yeah. can come up with brand. Like we did so much but branded sponsored content like this is all awful we should just do our own and write yeah. stuff for other people and occasionally start it ourselves i think that was it's, a good idea why did we sort of give up slash never succeed at that we i remember it well we got pretty far it, and i was very excited about it we were basically gonna just start a product you and i were gonna start a production company we were gonna make our own videos and then also have like a sales guy that was selling sponsored content and we were partnering mm. with this was pre-marty so we were partnering with the head of sales at college humor like one of the one of the previous head of sales yeah and i guess headgum was like a light version of that when we started it we're like yeah oh, okay, instead but, of just ads let's do podcasting right but this was like two or three years before headgum yeah we were like thinking about doing it and i think what ended up happening was our lawyer and manager were very protective of everything we did and they didn't want us to like split anything with a new partner mm. so they kind of just gummed it up uh <laughs> and we're trying up. to convince us to, yeah and trying to convince us to do tv stuff yeah which uh worked out perfect i mean we have to figure out like one is it like gonna just be a, a hard pivot like we build a house like we talked about is it gonna be yeah. like just another podcast which is fine but maybe a, a right. breath of fresh air yeah that's the question. And we're having the brainstorm live right now. We were also uh, pulling back the curtain super far. Didn't even know if we were going to announce it. <laughs> we didn't, oh, this, we, yeah. That this, that that it's going to end. You, you like, were should pitching. We just, we were just, should we just end yeah. it one episode? Like basically have this conversation and be like, yeah, so anyway, the podcast is over. Right. Which would have been really funny, but I think a little too jarring. Now we have yeah. three episodes <laughs> or two episodes, then the penultimate, then the ultimate, which is nice. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't want people to expect a grand finale where it's like now every guest we've ever had comes on and we have this song right. and dance and like this big finale, which we don't really have planned either. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone should know that we have nothing planned, including what we're doing next. I mean, it does feel like Jake and Amir's video, if I were you as audio, there's, I, I like the idea of changing the, the medium or the format or something, right. but still, con I mean, we're, st we should say we're still making videos like the Jake and Amir videos are continuing on Headgum. Yeah. And so are the Patreon, uh, episodes, which is, uh, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, uh, video every single week. Yeah. So this isn't so, because of a nefarious falling out or a, a complete stoppage in output, but rather like the timing of the 10 years thing plus a paternity leave plus the idea that perhaps this podcast we we've done it all we've been yeah. single at the beginning now you're having a child at the end it felt like a good resolution to this full life story yeah it's the podcast has run its course it's been beautiful what a ride yeah but also i feel like podcasts are just always such a grind it's just every, every single week 
So it'll be kind of refreshing, even though, as we said, we're still making weekly content. But to not make this show every single week, something that we've done for a decade, uh, will maybe free up our brain to have the brainstorm that we're trying and failing at right now. Well, we've done like either a video or a podcast every week since, I don't know, 15, 16 years at this point. Yeah. So that's Which gonna, is pretty... that'll be a jarring stop for someone that's experienced all of it. Right. Yeah, just not, well, that person could subscribe to the Patreon, which will keep on going. <laughs> and I that feel person like probably streak, already has. <laughs> yeah, our streak is going to stay alive because of that, which is good. Because we need to stay alive. Yeah, it's our livelihood. You can't but, just fully quit your job. But, yeah, but re recharging your batteries is a good idea too. Yeah, I think that we need, we need it in, uh, we need a boost, a surge of creativity. Mm -hmm. um, that's... I need to feel reinvigorated. I want to feel the passion, the passion that I felt for something when, like when we started the show. Yeah. What about live? Something live? Like uh, we come up with like a special, like um, the equivalent of like a stand-up special, but we don't do stand-up. Yeah. I would love that. That's the kind of thing that we've never, we've never been able to do because you have that weekly thing that we have to put out. So like, when are we ever going to, you know, spend... I feel like every single time that we hang out, we're like, oh, we could spend time writing or developing this thing, or we can bang out uh, eight podcasts like we have to. Yeah. So that's that's been the trade-off. But now we have no excuse. See, now we'll see if we zero. actually, yeah, now we'll see if we can actually do it. We well, All the distractions are put away. Well, you'll have to sort of keep an infant alive oh, yeah. for three to six months. But I yeah, really have true. no excuses. Longer than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I do. I like the live thing. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It's, that's like kind of what Conan did. Again. Like he finished his TV show and then he did like that tour. Yeah. So to see us, you have, maybe we're thinking about this all wrong. Maybe we should just go completely fucking dark. You can only see us live. So like that's you've sick. had access to us, but that's mm -hmm. kind of dangerous too. Cause then everybody might forget about us. Like, right. Yeah. We still do a weekly show in Boise. Yeah. Everyone can come out here. Yeah, we should do like public television, public access TV or something. That's kind of cool too. Broadway musical? Yeah, that's my shit. We do a full-on American Idiot style jukebox musical for an album we haven't even written yet. A Fade on Shuffle album. We write an, uh, write an album, then the musical is just that album. Right, so we write the album. Uh, we have chat, <laughs> chatbot string together you know the interludes between songs mm -hmm. Which we make easy, a teleplay yeah yes. yeah what's our mama mia i don't hate a musical for us because we like music yeah <laughs> not... do you remember um you came up with um a pixar movie at one point garage the movie or house the movie yeah i wonder i wonder so, if yeah. that's um yeah garage the musical is there anything there is there any, is there a there there? At the very uh, least, I think that we can, I think we should write a musical. That's, that's what, that's where I'm uh, putting my bet. Okay. Musical is good. I could definitely write lyrics. I'm just, the hard part is the songs, like the actual music for me. I don't know how to do that part, yeah. which is like kind of crazy. Cause I feel like you look at me and I'm like a savant, like, right. I'm sure he knows how to like come up with something like, Book of Mormon meets Hamilton 
that's just as funny as fucking mm-hmm. I don't know Seinfeld. But Jesus. for whatever reason, there's like not that musical ability anymore. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, I lost. <laughs> Did that. you say anymore? <laughs> like you used to be a musician? Yeah, sort of like you uh, said anymore. Like I used, used to be to... like this virtuoso. Bo Burnham meets Dimitri Martin guy. The guy. I was a prodigy. I was a Beethoven. <laughs> I was Doogie Hauser meets mm-hmm. Sam Hauser, who's a small forward for the Celtics. Like literally, Swiss <laughs> Army knife. I could. That's do it what all. you're a savant at, by the way. Just That's coming what you're up a with puns. At. Just yeah. No naming basketball players. <laughs> that could be it. That's the fucking show. <laughs> That's our new show. That's our it's new a show. Live we just podcast. say different basketball. It's buckets. It's just buckets. It's buckets, <laughs> Which, but I'm a host now. It's buckets, but a lot of more people are listening for some reason. Yeah. But our perfect. fans love basketball now. Anyway, let us know. Well, I'm sure yeah, you, let us know you, what you guys are listening. Yeah. What, what do you want us to do? What do you want to you, see next? I'm if you're curious. still listening now, like it's been 10 years, like you're the super fans. You guys are the lifeblood. You tell us what you'd want this to is listen true. to next. All those guys that stopped listening 3, 4, 12, 18 years ago, they're casuals. We don't fucking care slash respect their opinion. They're a zero to mm-hmm. us. They're nothing burgers. And we want something fries. And that's what we want. <laughs> Thank you. I would say it should be a metaverse thing, but that entire thing is crumbling too. We can't attach our thing to yeah. a fad. It has to be more mainstay no, have do. more a mainstay appeal than that see this is why i like the theater i want it to be i want it to be tactile i want it to be visceral i want to have more of a an experience i definitely don't want to sit on zoom anymore no offense mm. um you want to like basically completely zag from the pandemic where it's like now we're all getting together performing breathing the same air for the first time in years yeah i basically for me my idea is that you move back to new york city we we write a musical and we live on broadway what do you think about that yeah honestly if we can write our own book of mormon where we're sort of the rosencrantz and gildenstern side characters not even the mm-hmm. main stars, because we can't, like, that's too much right. talent and effort. We're not singers yeah. and dancers. But, like... We'd have to be... Oh, you know what? We would be, like, the narrators. Like... Oh, that's good. Or the King George. Like, like he comes out and then leaves, and then the rest of the... Yes, exactly. In Hamilton. Exactly. Right. So, it's a pop-punk musical where you and I are playing our uh, old selves, our current selves. Uh-huh. Um, retelling the story of something that happened to us in high school so then there's young talented like young 20s somethings kids playing high school us Mm, okay so we're like uncles regaling our nibblings which is nephews and nieces a story about what life was like in the late 90s let me tell you something Life in the late 90s wasn't exactly what you guys think it was. Kind of like we're talking right. about the 40s. Right. Or, you know, we could be getting a drink for the first time after a really bad falling out in high school. And mm. that's the and then we it's all told through flashbacks of song and dance. That's so we good. never yeah. have to do anything. But we would yeah. we are the central characters. You're right. Exactly. But a younger version of us. Right. Exactly. 
And then every once in a while, it's old us sitting at a bar. Which we can just talk. That's fine. That's easy. Easy. Yeah, exactly. I could do that eight times a week for a year. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about your child? Will they? That's fine. Yeah. It's just no, they'd eight be, times a they'd week. They'd be fine because it's only eight times a week, um, but like from 4.30 to 8. So <laughs> yeah, that's sort of like... ultimately the time. <laughs> the timing is actually not that bad. Yeah, because you'll put them down around six or seven every night, but you won't be there for that. <laughs> I won't watch them grow. <laughs> I'll miss their first steps because you didn't want the understudy to carry the weight on a Tuesday matinee one time. Right. Yeah, I guess. Well, it's probably ambitious to say that we'll get right to Broadway. We should just do a really limited run and maybe tour it around the country. Oh, that's cool. A black box theater sort of yeah. indie style <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> off 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 broadway right all right i feel like we're eight percent of the way there now we just have to write right, every sweet. single song and come up with a story shouldn't be that hard <laughs> should be pretty i mean yeah they'll come to us or there's something completely separate that we should be doing so let us know if you have an idea yeah please, let us know. please do um all right but the show isn't over yet we still have a few more questions and answers to today and then uh, four more episodes after that. Love it. Uh, okay, let's take a break, come back and answer some more cues after these messages. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you in part by Purina. Purina is dedicated to creating richer lives for pets and the people who love them. From helping older pets think like their younger selves to making cat ownership a possibility for more people than ever, Purina is helping pets thrive so they can live long, healthy, and happy lives. Purina has you covered for all your furry friends' needs, whether they meow or bark. From litter to treats to their best-in-class, nutrient-packed food with taste your pets will love, Purina's got your back at every stage of your pet's life. Your pet gives you the joy of the spring sunshine all year round. So today and every day, care for your pet with Purina. Your pet is Purina's passion. To learn more, head to amazon.com backslash Purina. And we're back. Um, yes. Should we, should we just call it here? Like just phone it in now that I think about it. Yeah, we let's do the senior slide, but for the podcast. That's cool. Rest on our laurels. As it exactly. Were. Yeah. I mean, that's another good reason we're stopping the show. I feel like we've answered every possible question known to man, but I guess there are a few left over that we mm -hmm. haven't addressed yet. I think we've answered them uh, many times over, frankly, but I found a, I found a unique one. Whoa. We'll Rare. call this lady. Who's a lady from Sesame street. Is there a lady? Big bird is big bird. A woman. I truly do not know um a female sure. sesame street character female. are all of the puppets dudes i'm trying to remember because i know i've seen 
Cookie Monster's cock on <laughs> Sesame Street. He had a dick slip one time. Oh, Miss Piggy. That's yeah, clearly a woman. I, I thought she was more of a Muppet than a Sesame. But all right, that, oh. I'll allow it. Isn't Sesame Street Muppet? Is is Big Bird not a Muppet? Yeah. Is it, is it all? No, I don't. Oh, my God. Now I'm getting confused. Is it all Big Jim Bird Henson? isn't a puppet. It's all Jim Henson. Yeah. Okay, so there's Muppets guess... and then there's Muppet ba- Babies. Yeah, because the Muppet, a Gonzo is a Muppet. But is Gonzo's, he on Sesame wait, Street? Has, <laughs> I can know. This is can the you new tell show. Me how to get... <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me how to get to Muppet Baby Street. Whatever oh, we're going God. with, this lady's name is Miss Piggy for sure. Yeah. And it looks like Big Bird is not a, a, a big, big bird gender. She's absolutely. Male, wow, big bird is eight foot two, bright, tall, yellow, anthropomorphic male bird. Whoa, I don't know what to think. Okay, so Miss Piggy, it's a big bird. All right, uh, today I finally found myself in a predicament that I hope you can help me with. I live next to an apartment complex, and for the past week, someone has been throwing their garbage over my fence. It's a multi building mm. apartment complex that surrounds the backside and right of my house. The apartment's dumpster is near the back corner of my backyard, so sometimes if somebody is overzealous in throwing it, it could land in my yard. But this person looks like they live in one of the apartment buildings to the right side because most of the time the trash is thrown out there. I suppose it's too far a walk and this is close enough for him. The worst part is the trash bags aren't tied and whatever food the guy ate is all strewn about on my grass. It's disgusting. Anyway, I called the apartment management and they said they'll put a notice out, but they don't think it'll help. Whatever, whenever what? I pick up the trash, I sift through it to see if there is a name or any clue about who this person is. But alas, I haven't found anything. I finally put up a motion detection camera to catch the person in the act. But just now, I heard something hit my bedroom window, and I look outside, and it's a box of Capri Sun and a family bag of Doritos. I checked the camera, and it didn't take any motion. He's like a ninja or something. I'm upset, and I don't know what else to do. Please help. Love, Miss Piggy. Wow. Um, See, this is a I new one. The, this is unique. Yeah. that The building really should step up. That's... I, I mean, I guess she has no idea who it is. If the if she knew who it was, then the building could actually do something. That's right. But they don't know. Wow. Garbage in I mean, your backyard. I, can't you just lay in the backyard until someone throws garbage on you and then you go, hey, I'm sleeping here. See if it like scares the yeah, person. That's true. So far, I think that's the best answer because, yeah. Or you can Can't fairy Ferris Bueller style rig something that just says, "Hey, I'm sleeping here." Every like eight minutes, right. and hope that he like he throws his trash out in in that time frame. I mean, I think there's also a camera that you can pay for that will do a continuous record, Loop. you know, yeah, rather than only get triggered by the motion because, yeah, that's I think that's like too fast. It won't like necessarily start recording, so uh, that's what you'd have to do. You'd have to like invest in in an actual security camera. Even if it's a dummy camera, sometimes people are afraid. You can fashion like a fucking broken mm-hmm. ring camera that faces the backyard. Right. And Just then it's get like, a oh, sign shit, that says "Smile, caught. you're on camera." Like if you have That's a good. sign that says that, people will be like, "They it'll make them think twice." You are yeah. being recorded. Yeah, it's like the trash man. Of, 
mean dog thing. There's probably right, exactly. not often a mean dog on the other side. Yeah, right. So, Just a sign. Time. That's enough deterrent. But why risk yeah. it? Yes, exactly. Or you can occasionally, mm. you know, um, paintball style shoot someone that's walking by. So that corner becomes kind of like dangerous and scary. No one will want to throw garbage over at the insane woman that lives in that house. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. That seems, uh, that seems pretty fucked up. Because it's illegal? To... Yeah. I mean, it's morally wrong, too. Not just like, I mean, yeah. Bad across the board, I'd say. Shooting someone is fucked up, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, we have to end the podcast if that's the advice, right? Yeah. I, uh, Don't you think? I, <laughs> or we can get a little more loosey-goosey with, like, the things we're promoting. Because, like, mm. we're kind of piecing out soon yeah. enough. I mean, we might want to come back. We want people, <laughs> at the very least, we want them to come to our play opening opening night. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you're at the original off-Broadway theatrical debut of 1998? It was the summer Ooh, of good. 99 or something Nine. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's going to be our generation's Greece. That's, that's what this <laughs> is going to be. Yeah, because Greece was written in the... Uh, 70s about the 50s about the 50s and we're writing in 2023 we're writing a, a play set in 2003 <laughs> yeah well it would we'd probably want to be a little earlier than that right 2002 yeah but still after 9 11 are you thinking <laughs> yeah i think it has to be i don't think it can be a pre 9 11 world i think it, i think most of the punk rock that i know came out in 2003 <laughs> Well, I guess, when did Enema of the State come out? It can be then. I would think 97. Like, it was late 90s, I thought. You would know Let's more say. than me. But it all felt very pre-9-11. Like, there was no issues wrong with the world. Oh, yeah. So people were rapping about, 1999. Like, yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend gets me Mexican food, and right. that's nice. There were no yeah, that issues is... at the time. Okay, fine. But I think it should be set in 2001, but summer of august, <laughs> august the entire thing is leading up to 9 11 and we never address it the year is 2001 it's august 30th and then it takes place over right. 10 days and we're out <laughs> yeah just before school starts <laughs> on then. tuesday jesus christ listen to yourself you started it dude <laughs> i i do think yeah no i think i guess for some reason, I was thinking 2003, but only because it was my senior year. But I'll just, I can suspend my reality. I think right. 2000 or you could be in 10th nice. grade. Yeah, yeah, 2000. So let's say 2000. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Y2K, Will Smith, right. getting yeah. jiggy style dancing music videos, yeah. et cetera. It's all exactly. right. It's fertile ground. Exactly right. Exactly. And with, right. We can't and make with it two nineties. We can't make it early nineties Nickelodeon. It's gotta be like it's it's gotta be that like uh pop punk era. It's yeah, late nineties. It's Mark Tom and Travis running around nude uh in what's my age again. That's us. Correct. And how old were they in that song? Um Mar the lyric is nobody <laughs> likes you when you're twenty three. Right. I don't know if that's how old they were. <laughs> they must have been a little older than twenty three. Uh, okay there's no All way right. to find out that's it for now a lot of information so you guys digest let us know mm -hmm. hit us back email still open if you got your own questions now's your chance we're disappearing right. forever 
right. <laughs> or theme songs. Uh, if I were you show at gmail.com. Yeah, get them in. Get them in. There's only four more episodes, folks. But as always, um, more Jake and Amir's on the YouTube, the HeadGum's YouTube, youtube.com yep. slash HeadGum. More right. um, Patreon weekly videos on patreon.com slash JA. Yeah, just. So we're, we're gone, but not forgotten. Uh, and exactly. the opening theme song, of course, Alex. Remember Alex Gurgis? How could I forget? Uh, that was uh, a theme song. Uh, it looked like an original or something, or maybe he used a famous rap beat and rapped over it. Right. Um, and he says, anyway, good day, and thank you for being a chipmunk to the people. So thank you guys, and thanks to Alex, and thanks to everyone out there who's listened to us for 9.9 years. Here's to point one more, baby. Let's go out with a bang, everybody. See you guys next week. Ciao for now. Bye. What would you do if you want me? I sent a dick pic from my gallery. I used the angle of the dangle right to let my lady see that my rock soft hogs thicker than a celery. I sent the pic to please, certainly did not foresee that she was in my private pack of pic to my family. Now I'm living in a tree. What would you do if you want me? I read a book. I read a book. I read a book, 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 book. I read a book about a beaver, became a beaver myself. Now I'm living in a beaver dam surrounded by elves. I'm saying a fucking beaver claws, sleeping with the fishes claws. I really need some mad applause for doing all the dishes, y'all. Better help me out today. I think my girlfriend might be gay. I ate a fucking fish fillet. I always knew there'd come a day. Dismay reigns over me. I took a lot of LSD, so help me. Please seize these cheese pieces. I'm laying down, I'm praying, yo. Don't know what I'm saying, though. And so I think it's time to go. Yo, what up, dudes? I love the show. Yeah, 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 yep, yes. That was a HeadGum original. Hey, this is Jeffrey James, host of the HeadGum Podcast and the fan-favorite game show, Jeopardy! We're going to be live-streaming this chaotic Jeopardy-inspired game show on Thursday, June 13th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Some of your favorite podcast hosts and producers will be competing, including Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements from Hollywood Handbook, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger from Doughboys, Miles Bonsignore from Perfect Person, Amir Blumenfeld from Segments, Riley Anspa from Review Review, and more. Get your tickets today at moment.co slash jeopardy it's only ten dollars right that's only what is it five eighths the california minimum wage that's m-o-m-e-n-t dot c-o slash g-e-o f-f-a-r-d-y moment.co slash jeopardy and if you can't watch live no problem because the vod version video on demand will be available for seven days following the event so get your tickets at moment.co slash jeopardy you won't want to miss it Or miss it. I don't care.